find yourself in the Beachview area of Pittsburgh, check out the official pizza of this show, Slice on Broadway, sharing an abnormal obsession with pizza we can relate to. Check them out at sliceonbroadway.com and tell them this show sent you. Want to have you. your business or podcast featured on the show? Contact us at info at sorgatronmedia.com. Subject line, advertising. But I ain't starving yet. Chain for the pain, cocktail bar set. Never said I was a gangster or thug, but I'm an animal. for the taste of the Hey guys, it's the Indie Mayhem Show, episode 35. Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter, live here from the Mayhem Studios in Pittsburgh, PA. Myself, a video producer in the world, the crazy world of independent professional wrestling. Uh, doing, I'm around the stuff. We love talking about it. And I also have my compatriot from Texas. He's the announcer for Inspire Pro Wrestling, just coming off of a show this past weekend. He's at Amen to Please. How you doing, sir? Fantastic. Like you mentioned, I'm coming off of a Inspire Pro Wrestling event. So I'm a, on a big indie wrestling high, and, and that's a good way to carry things into uh to uh the indie mayhem show of all places. That's awesome. That's awesome. I know I know if I had a great month here the past month uh, about that indie high again with the <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, with the, with the feds that we've been talking about on here, uh, hopefully maybe we'll talk about a little bit with that, our guest today before we get to him though. Um, of course, like I said, uh, indie mayhem show, you can check this out over at wrestling mayhem show.com. Please look up the indie mayhem show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and YouTube in audio and video formats. Uh, you can also check out everything from wrestling mayhem show on the wrestling mayhem show, super feed on iTunes and Stitcher. Just Google that or go to wrestling mayhem show.com. Quick note. Uh, if you have any bookmarks from the website, uh, for wrestling mayhem show that say sorgatronmedia.com slash wrestling mayhem show, those will not work shortly. If you subscribe to our feed, uh, uh on the blog or anything like that, uh, please just update them, uh, to wrestling mayhem show.com. Everything's going to go to there. That old site is going to, uh, uh, get blown up here very soon. Uh, so just, just, just a little disclaimer right there. You can also drop us a line, like we do have an email later tonight uh, at goodtimes at wrestlingmayhemshow.com or drop a voicemail to 412-206-WMS0. And also follow the Wrestling Mayhem Show on social media, at Mayhem Show on the Twitter, Wrestling Mayhem Show on Google, on Facebook, and the great Facebook group where we have a lot of conversation about all kinds of pro wrestling. And you can join us here live every Tuesday night at 11 p.m. Eastern at live.sorgatronmedia.com. Com. You can join us in the chat room. You ask questions of our guests and uh, have some fun with us. Maybe be part of the show yourself. So the guest this week is somebody I deal with on a monthly basis. Monthly. <laughs> monthly. Monthly. Almost without fail. He's there. He's there more often than I am, actually. He's Michael Doc Dockerty. He's the play-by-play guy with RWA, the Renegade Wrestling Alliance. Uh, and uh, he's been he's been at it for a good bit. How you doing tonight, Doc? I'm doing great, man. Just hanging out and uh, have my number one fan here feeding him, my son. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, just enjoying life, you know. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I've been seeing the, I've been seeing the pictures. It's a uh, 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 good luck to you there with the with the kid. Um, I know, got his, he has his mother's looks, thank Christ, that's what I'm saying there. So. <laughs> well, the first question, I guess, would be, what, at what point are you going to introduce him to pro wrestling, or is it already too late? It's, it, it, it's pretty much too late. I mean, I hate to admit it, but his first pay-per-view was uh, WWE Battleground, if we remember that monstrosity. <laughs> but um, other than that, he's doing pretty good. I actually got to watch the Wolves. Uh, Dudley's and Hardy's with him last night as I was feeding him, and I said, "That's what a real wrestling match is." <laughs> nice, 
Nice. Well, let's get into it. One thing we uh, we want to kind of dive in. Why, why are people doing this? Why are people into indie wrestling? It's definitely not for the money in most cases. Um, but what did what was your first kind of memory of pro wrestling that, that kind of hooked you? First ever memory of pro wrestling. I actually, believe it or not, I remember my first ever match I watched as a child. I can tell you exactly who it was, what day, well, not exactly the day, but I mean what day of the week it was and what I was doing. I was sitting in my living room playing He-Man, Masters of the Universe. Hell yeah. And on the screen comes Hulk Hogan, and I'm like, whoa, there's that guy that beat up Rocky. So I'm watching <laughs> it for a sec. I'm literally watching it. It was Hulk Hogan versus Tiger Chung Lee, if you remember that name. Wow. And uh, Hogan, of course, obliterated him because, you know, Tiger Chung Lee was basically a Saturday guy. A tough Saturday guy, but he was a, you know, he was a Saturday guy. And I just, I was hooked. And uh, I've been watching wrestling now since I was five. I'm 36. So I've been watching wrestling for over 30-some years. Wow, that's awesome. I think I think you definitely outdate me. By the way, represent with the uh, Masters of the Universe. Uh, I don't know if you noticed that my show, my, uh, the show's my uh, Masters of the Universe uh, cover on my uh, uh, phones. Um, that, that's definitely in line there. Um, so, so what got you into announcing? Uh, believe it or not, uh, myself and Dr. Phil Bad, we go way back into college days. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would hang out at a place called the Heron Patio, uh, himself, our sound guy, Aaron, and a couple people. Great guys. Love to talk to them. They were always genuine people. Well, one day, if you remember the uh, social uh, media site called MySpace, I get this message one day <laughs> from Dr. Phil Bad saying, hey, I remember how much you were into wrestling and how you always wanted to commentate all your life. Uh, it's been a dream of mine since I was, uh, since I discovered I had flat feet and was never going to be that athletic. I figured I'd just stick the goaltending and maybe commentate pro wrestling, right? So uh, he uh, messages me one day and he says, hey, uh, Doc, why don't you come on down? I have this, uh, I'm starting up an uh, indie federation by the name of Renegade Wrestling Alliance. So at the beginning of it, I was kind of like skeptical because I was like, am I good enough? Can I do it? You know, I'm kind of in and on. A friend of mine by the name of D.H. Bruiser, uh, a.k.a. my friend Ray, he was like, you should come down and uh, commentate. Uh, and he, of course, mentioned that church, Alan was there, and uh, stated that we would be a good team. Now, if you've heard me in church, if you've heard me in church's uh, commentary, you can see that we don't see eye to eye. Well, that's like that in real life. <laughs> we never see eye to eye. So they thought that would make great television. And it has, uh, you know, I honest to God can say there's no, there's no, uh, doc without church. There's mm-hmm. no church without doc. We are definitely attacking. But, um, that first, uh, that first episode, I'll never forget. Uh, Matt started guy was, uh, one of the wrestlers was bald. And of course church points out that, you know, he's getting his hair pulled and I had to point out that it was bald. He called me a freaking idiot. And it was, it was pretty much, a. Uh, a masterpiece from there. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I, I have the fortune of uh, listening to you guys uh, uh, month to month. Uh, typically, when we're when we're doing the shows, and I know you hey, guys. Buddy, are pr- you're, I hate to tell you this. You're the stupid one that always asks him for the sound check. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, if we were to put that in the DVD extra, we would make thousands. <laughs> Some of the stuff that comes out of that uh, out of Church's mouth during a sound check. Honestly, I'm still saying Hell Marys for. It. I mean, it's <laughs> just. It just gets bad, so I'm just letting you know ahead of time. Maybe you should let someone else do the sound check. 
Sorry, uh, I had to point that out. Uh, you know, you know. Um, and of course, not only that, I mean, you've had your kind of uh, piece in a few different things. Um, of course, you know, I've been showing some footage here. You're doing backstage interviews, uh, after show interviews. Uh, we're showing a, a piece here you did uh, this past show with uh, Chris Harris, of course, um, after winning the RWA title. Um, you've done ring announcing. Sometimes you've done ring announcing along with the commentary, unfortunately. Yeah, see, here's the thing. Um, have you ever heard the word diva? <laughs> That's what church is. So church does what church wants. Uh, hence, Dr. Phil Bad stating, uh, well, there's two of you. Church doesn't want to do it. And, of course, I'm always the one that ends up getting uh, shafted into two, uh, two double shifts. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I lose a couple pounds by running around in the air-conditioned building. But it works. And I learned to get into the ring without falling. <laughs> so, you know, that, that's an achievement unlocked in itself, if you could, uh, for you gamers out there, you know what I mean? But, mm-hmm. like I said, uh, yeah, I've, I've done, done, I've tried to do as much as I can because I love this business. I love what it's about. I love my family in RWA, uh, even Dr. Philbad, believe it or not. And uh, what's cool about it is uh, just the fact that, you know, just the experience to be a ring announcer. You know, I get to, I look back as when I was a child and I watched Howard Finkel, uh, Mean Gene Okerlund. Uh, believe it or not, <laughs> all the announcers in the world, I know he wasn't the greatest. But I loved Vince McMahon when he was an announcer. I thought he was, he was just great. I loved Gorilla Monsoon. And I mean, I think that's where me and Church get our basis from is the gorilla and the brain. They had such great chemistry. And, you know, I mean, I even hear myself sounding like the gorilla. Of course, when Church calls one of our fans a derogatory name, which is pretty much every episode, <laughs> every, 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 excuse me, every, um, every month, somebody, someone, or some kind of race, generation, child, species is getting insulted by this man. And I'm usually saying the gorilla monsoon, like, will you stop it? And I'll never <laughs> forget the first time I said that, I said to myself, my God, I sound like gorilla monsoon. <laughs> wow. Awesome. Hey, Damon? Oh, no, I just, uh, I thought that was really great. Uh, I guess I, I guess I have a question. Um, so uh, obviously being in sort of the same field and, and, and especially – um, in Texas, I actually don't have a lot of other commentators in the area since there's not a lot of people doing production stuff. Um, I guess one of the questions I definitely wanted to ask you was, what's some of the preparation that you do going in? I, I was curious if it's any, anything similar to what I do because I know everyone's sort of different. Um, uh, what would you say is sort of the way you prepare for uh, uh, any uh, RWA event? So pretty much like traditions is what you're asking me, like what I do to get get ready and prepare yeah. like the talk. Well, number one, I buy Ryan Mitchell Monster Energy drink. Every, <laughs> that's just the thing. I was drinking one, I think it was like last year, and he was just like, man, I need one of those. And I like looked at him, and I just had like two sips of it. He was like, listen, Doc, I really need that Monster. And he like had some kind of weird reason why i should give him my monster energy drink and i was just like screw it so now i just buy two of them <laughs> this saves me that just saves me the horror plus i don't know why but ever since i've been buying purchasing ryan a monster energy drink every ep- episode i haven't really screwed up that many moves so i kind of want to keep this streak going <laughs> so i think that you know as long as i buy, buy ryan mitchell a monster energy drink i'm good there 
But if you really want to get into preparation, like I said, that's like kind of like a stupid uh, myth and tradition I do every time. Yeah, five Ryan a monster. But um, when I prepare and everything, I go backstage, I talk to the talent, I talk to everybody, even, um, you know, everybody that I can talk to. What do you want me to, you know, what do you want me to, like, you know, uh, stress to the audience? Because, you know, those guys out there, they bust their ass 24-7 training in the gym, doing what they have to do, you know, they're painting the picture and I'm just explaining it to the people. You know, they're the ones that are telling the story in the ring. And I'm the one that's of course, vocalizing it myself in church. And, uh, like I said, I take my notes down like, Hey, is there anything you've done lately? Like one guy, uh, one wrestler just uh, recently, uh, uh, sorry, baby sneeze. Um, and, uh, one, <laughs> one of the wrestlers defeated Carlito, and to him, you know, that's an amazing, that's an amazing feat, defeating Carlito. So of course, I pointed it out and 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 said it in the commentary. Why? Because that's something, that's something you definitely have to put over, especially with these guys. You know, these guys go out twenty four seven. Sometimes they don't even see their families early to the time because they're always traveling on the road doing what they have to do. And I feel that if they have an amazing seat, like Ryan just probably in my eyes had one of the best wrestling matches I've ever called. And I had the honor of calling against Matt Hardy. You're damn right. I'm going to point that out. Mm-hmm. You know, he's taken on gold dust. He's taken on Matt Hardy. He's taken on some of the best of the best. He's teamed up with Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I mean, the man's, the man's done it, seen it all. And, you know, I want to make sure that those fans, when they buy that DVD, they know what our talent does. You know, RWA is, in my eyes, is one of the best indie promotions just just this side of the Northern Hemisphere. And you know, each one of our guys goes out there night after night, uh, not, even if it's not RWA, and they bust their ass, and they deserve that recognition. So I will do what I have to do. I have to take notes, uh, watch a video which I watch a lot of video, trust me. Some of, mm-hmm. some of the things that come out of my mouth, I just want to, I wish I had an extra foot to kick myself. But um, <laughs> basically, like I said, I mean, I got to do my job. I mean, they're doing their job, bleeding, you know, injuries, and also working other jobs. But they do what they have to do. And it's for those fans. Like, we have some of the greatest fans in the world in RWA. I mean, I love the West Newton faithful is what I call them. I call them the West Newton faithful. Unfortunately, my co-host likes to refer to them to as the West Newton River Dirt. So, a little different. <laughs> hey, it's catching okay. on. There are shirts uh, for the River Dirt lately. What's that? There aren't there shirts for the West Newton River Dirt now. There are. Um, there's fans that make shirts. It's mm-hmm. unreal. I mean, there are fans out there. This one guy has a fan, a, a shirt that one fan made a shirt that says River Dirt hates church. Mm-hmm. Uh, Church asked him if he ever kissed a woman in his life, but I mean, <laughs> it was a good effort by the fan, you know. I mean, Church brings it on himself. He does. He really does. Everybody in RWA can actually say that Church does bring it on himself. Certainly, certainly. Um, so, I mean, what is you know you've done this for a while now. Um, what is uh, uh, one big lesson you've learned from announcing? Big lesson I learned from announcing, and it's one of the biggest lessons you'll learn when you work in this business is my, you know, your job. Um, a long time ago, I watched a movie by the name of Hardcore Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
talking about uh, how the um, ECW family got together in Philadelphia for an event, but they did a documentary about it. And uh, they did a documentary basically so Vince couldn't make any money off of it. They really didn't mention ECW, but they talked about nothing but ECW stories. You knew what they were talking about, of course, if you were a fan. Uh, the Blue Meanie mentioned the mass transit incident with Jack and Al. Mass transit was in the back and how he was just talking like he was some superstar and stating what he wanted to do in the match. Now, of course, when you're a new guy or something, you know, you do in the wrestling business, and I'll never forget this quote because the Meanie said it and it struck me. Um, you do what you're told. And that's what it is. You don't try to alter the story. You don't try to, you know, do anything. Unfortunately, I've worked with some people uh, in the past that, um, whether it be commentary, even security, that try to, like, involve themselves, get themselves in the story. You know, that's, not what, that's not what it's about, you know. It's about the guys in the ring. It's about, you know, it's... <laughs> If there's a guy that's supposed to be, you know, the, the fear of God is he struck into the people's hearts because this guy's scary, you're damn right. I'm going to make it, sound, you know, I'm going to say, my God, look at this guy. He's frightening. Uh, I'm not going to say, oh, he's frightening, but hey, I'm wearing a purple tie today. I hate, I hate when I hear commentators try to put themselves over. Like, no, it's about the talent. It's about the wrestlers. It's, it's you know, it's about mm. these guys. You know, if you have a couple minutes between matches, yeah, me and Church might have a little bit of fun. But like I, it, again, it's mostly it's it's about it's about those boys backstage. It's about the guys that bust their butt, bleed, sweat, and put a hell of a show on for a fan. Exactly what RWA does. That's what we do. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Like I said, it's about the guys. It's not like if you're an announcer out there. Yeah, if you're involved in a little bit of a storyline, in, in my eyes, that that that's a bonus. You know, that's an awesome thing. Um, for example, myself and John Burton, we have a long history of bully and uh, poindexter kind of thing where he would pick on me, he's pushed me down, he's slapped me, he's dumped water on my head, he's done everything. But people look at him and think he's the most intimidating thing this side of, you know, I mean, they were scared of him. In RWA, you know, he'd come out and he was total badass. Mm-hmm. And the reason, you know, and I love taking credit that he got some of that total, you know, he got some of that just by picking on me. You know, it was great. I said, okay, well, why don't we do this? Why don't we do that? And I mean, John's a great guy, honestly. Backstage, I can say, like, honest to God, John Burton was one of the nicest guys I've ever worked with. And like, he would say, oh, Doc, I don't want to do that to you. And I'm like, no, do it. Push me down, throw me. It's fine. It's all good. It you know it's gonna it's gonna make you. Your fans are gonna hate you, and they do. They just they despise it. I mean, there are people coming up to me like, "Oh, are you okay?" You know, because there was one time he threw out a mat. He he fell out the ring. Sorry, I got caught up with my words there. Um, sure. but he he fell out the ring. I'll never forget this. And he started stumbling. You know, when someone's running sword, and they try to catch themselves, and they're like tipping over a little bit. Well, he did that, and he ran towards me. And he just pushed me, and we didn't plan this. So that was a real big surprise. When I flew back, I kicked—I remember kicking Church in the head because my foot flew back. So Church was like, ah, oh, you bastard. And I remember, like, laying there. And then after the, um, of course, after the event, I walked over to him, and I said, hey, that looked great. And he's like, yeah, he goes, I kind of just went with it. And he goes, and I was watching that movie with Will Ferrell kicking and screaming. <laughs> 
And I was like, yeah, I remember that. He goes, do you remember when he was all high up on coffee and he pushed over the Asian kid? And I was like, yeah. He goes, well, you're my Asian kid. <laughs> and I was like, I was so, I, I, was, I thought, well, I'm honored to be your Asian kid. And I'm honored that you pushed me and I accidentally kicked my friend in the head. Hey, rock on. But hey, like I said, like our job as commentators, myself, uh, of course, church and me, you know, when you, when, you, when you listen to us, we don't get along. But one thing we do, we do set forth is, listen, we have to make sure that this is, you know, this is great. You know, like whenever Chris Taylor won the belt, in my eyes, I think Chris Taylor's a great wrestler and he deserves that goal around his waist. Now, of course, when we talk about it, I, of course, I got to point out the fact that, you know, he cheated or, you know, Ryan Mitchell accidentally hit Ryan Edmonds over the head with something because that's my job. I'm to point out bullshit. And of course, Church is there with, a, you know, one of those uh, anti, uh, what you call it, uh, uh, sorry, like a rag and cleaner to clean it all up, you could say. Church tries to clean it up and I point out the shit. Excuse my language. <laughs> Apologize for that. But, uh, yeah, other than that, like I said, our jo- our main job is, like I said, they paint the picture and we tell the story. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I know you got uh, your hands full there. Um, oh, he's good now. He's asleep. Oh, he's, he's good now. Oh, so we can keep going another half an hour, right? Asleep. That tells me something, huh? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh, well, real, real quick. I mean, uh, you've you've had a lot of really good moments there. Um, you know, especially this year, there's been a lot of big stuff going on with the RWA. Uh, you know, be with you know uh, the Cal U show with it, with the, with Matt Hardy coming in. What what is the what's the biggest memory you have so far? Being uh, it doesn't have to be just RWA because I know you've done a, a couple of other things. Um, you know, what, what's your kind of biggest moment in in wrestling so far? Biggest moment. Well, that's a hard one because I got a couple favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, right off the top of my head, a couple things that just like really struck really uh, struck me. Number one, I got to commentate a match with Larry Zabisco. Nice and uh, and Church. And unfortunately, we weren't with Sortatron Media yet, and we were with someone else. And they completely messed up the tape. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I know that. That's something that, like, you know, that's one of those big kicks in the. That was a big kick in the Olsen twins, as I like to say in commentary, because that was one of like my best moments ever. It's just sitting there and having Church and Larry Sabisco insult you at the same time. <laughs> it was amazing. But um, another thing that I, uh, another thing I got to do, I, of course, calling matches uh, with some of the greats that are in that ring. Uh, I got to call a match with Matt Hardy and Matt, and Ryan Mitchell, which not only, you know, like I said, I love Ryan with all my heart and just the fact of to see him get the, you know, get that opportunity to wrestle Matt Hardy is just amazing. Um, another thing I did was I actually got to pick Gangrel up at the hotel. <laughs> that was, that was, that was, that was fun. That was just fun times right there. He even offered to buy me a monster energy. And I thought, man, someone's <laughs> buying me a monster for once. I'm definitely telling Ryan about this. But um, another, uh, another thing they did was when we got to the uh, venue, I uh, dropped a gangrel off, and then everybody said, oh, yeah, by the way, we're putting you in charge of someone tonight. I said, what do you mean by in charge? And they were like, you have to take care of somebody. So I'm like, who? And they point over, and they're Sabu. So at that <laughs> point, I'm thinking, all right, well, I didn't even get to write my last will and testament yet. Because <laughs> I'm scared to death of Sabbath. <laughs> in real life, I am. I mean, of course, you hear horror stories and stuff like that. But honestly, he was one of the nicest guys 
ever to me. I, you know, and Ed Nasty to repeat himself, which I heard that's a major role in, in, in this business. And I did like, I listened to him. I did what he asked me to do. And he actually was, uh, he's a really cool guy. Um, but honestly, like some of the best experiences in the world that I have, honest to God, I can actually say is just commentating side by side with, with, of course, church and just, just being a part of the RWA family for five years. I mean, just being a part of that, watching that grow from what it was to what the powerhouse that we are today is probably one of the most amazing things ever. And like, honest to God, like I am proud to have that RWA brand, mm-hmm. but you know, pretty much across my chest. And I love the fact that I'm just with them now. Um, I was trying to do commentary and other promotions to uh, just expand my horizons, you know, get that experience, get my feet wet more. But, um, you know, I hate the quote of all people, Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz, but there's no place like home and RWA is home for me. Awesome. Awesome. Well, guys, uh, Doc is, of course, a regular RWA. Go check him out at rwalive.com. You can check out all those wrap-up videos that they're doing post-show so you can see a little bit of that interaction. We show a little bit of footage here during the show if you're watching the video version. Um, all that's up on uh, youtube.com slash Pro. if I got that right. Let me double-check. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> yeah, you um, did. And another thing that's funny about that is if you watch those uh, wrap-up shows, I never make it to the end. i'm always like i'm always like i'm always like that chick in the shower the horror movie you know something's gonna happen to me church always has it set up for me and it's just it's always something so oh man you want to talk about being paranoid every time we're there i'm like what's what's gonna happen next you know who's gonna come out who's gonna (laughs) what's what's gonna go wrong now you know what i mean doc always has bad luck on the wrap-up shows so yeah awesome thanks a lot go check them out go check out the renegade wrestling alliance of course all that stuff uh available over at rest uh i'm sorry sorgatron hmm, sorgatronmedia.com slash store for all those releases including including that latest uh release with uh, uh matt hardy from aggression six uh you can check out all the previews and everything again over at their youtube page uh youtube.com slash rwa pro thanks a lot doc i will see you uh in a couple weeks here at rwa Actually, next weekend we'll be seeing next each weekend. Other. God, that calendar gets smaller <laughs> every month. I uh, can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. And uh, with that, uh, we got a little bit, a little bit more discussion and email. Thanks, Sorga. Yeah, we're going to talk about some cool stuff that's happened in indie wrestling uh, this past weekend. The biggest thing that happened this past weekend was definitely. Uh, I mean, if you're a wrestling fan at all in general, especially an indie wrestling fan, the biggest thing has to be the stuff that's going on in Reseda, California, for PWG as they held their big uh, Battle of Los Angeles event. They're a three-night event, uh, and there's definitely some really cool stuff. We actually have some friends of the show that were at that show. Uh, Jessica Hudnall, a.k.a. Legkick TKO, was there, and she's in the chat room currently, so she may give some of her thoughts. But we also we also got an email from one Antonio Garza, who uh, made the trip down and, and was at uh, uh, Reseda for PWG. So uh, he does send this in. Uh, Indie Mayhemers. This last weekend, I was at PWG's Battle of Los Angeles, and I wanted to share some stuff for the show. Let me just say that this was one of the best wrestling shows I've been to. I've been to WWE shows, TNA shows, AAA, CMLL, indie shows with big names and no names. Nothing can top this last weekend. There were many matches and segments that one day you look back on and say, shit, son, I was there when that happened. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah including one Willie Mack farewell match last segment, which we found out uh, – that weekend, Willie Mack, uh, one of the latest signees with the WWE. So very awesome nice. stuff there. Um, 
I'm a newfound fan of Biff Busick, who made his PWG debut, and I expect him to become a regular in the coming months. I could see him becoming the new Drake Younger. The fans loved him. Also, Trevor Lee, holy dang. Trevor Lee was amazing all weekend. He's only 20 years old and already doing a, doing a great job. Styles, Myers, Seidel, Sabin, Gulak, and Zack Sabre all had great returns and debuts. Even Brad Maddox made a cameo. Holy crap. Yeah, he came out from his cave. Um, Omega, Ricochet, and Roddy were the MVPs of the weekend, in my opinion. Ricochet obviously winning the whole tournament. Hard to remember everything that happened, but look for uh, Omega, referring to Kenny Omega, uh, versus ACH to be the match of the year contender. That's at least one I can remember. Not much more to say other than, ha, I was there and you were not. Best wrestling out there, period. Laters, zero out. P.S. Candice is so freaking hot, referring to Candice LeRae. Um, yeah, I, I heard amazing stuff from PWG this weekend. Um, he, he did some real, uh, uh, the whole lineup I think was really, really cool. And I, I may be mistaken, but usually I believe, uh, Battle of Los Angeles is normally two nights. I may be wrong, but this, uh, it was a three night event, huge card of people. I mean, you had the, the PWG regulars, you, you had people like AJ Styles and Ryan Myers, who used to be known as Kurt Hawkins and Matt Seidel, who used to be known as Devin Bourne. And, and, and guys like that, and people making their deb- debuts, like Drew Gulak and Biff Busick. Um, and it, it, PWG's uh, Battle of Los Angeles, I think, is one of those indie events that tends to be a religious sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one of those uh, wrestling events that is, like, you, uh, you have to see sort of thing. Uh, and it, it's definitely, I mean, PWG is growing to be one of the top independents, and, and if not the top independent. Uh, You know, I I feel like uh, a lot of times indies kind of um, 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 occur in an echo chamber of sorts. Mm -hmm. Um, I I feel like I experienced this when we went to National Pro Wrestling Day and nobody knew who the International Wrestling Cartel was. Whereas, like, I feel like everybody should know because of the kind of talent that comes through there. But again, like we're experiencing it firsthand. You're experiencing it because we talked about it on the show. So that's Mm -hmm. happening. Right. Nobody knew what the hell it is. Uh, I think I feel Chikara gets out there a bit more. Um, or at least has in the last few years. Uh, maybe maybe Definitely. I'm just in that echo chamber and I don't realize it. PWG is the one that like I hear about on the fringe. And thanks to well, thanks to people like Ciro and people like Jessica uh, that that are that are bringing you know bringing the attention to us. You know, otherwise I wouldn't know. Yeah, definitely. And I think the, one of the reasons for that mainly is that uh, unless you're like a diehard, because they just do shows in the VFW and Reseda. Mm-hmm. And it's a very small building, but it's it's always packed with people, and there's always so much energy, and they're always bringing in the hot talents. Like their roster is probably one of the most stacked rosters you'll find in. Oh yeah. Like there's no there's very very little very little to almost no dud in 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 that roster. Um, so they're always doing amazing stuff. And and like TKO mentioned in the chat room, Zack Saber Jr. is my new jam. Mm-hmm. Uh, referring to it, it is so hot. I don't know if she means the actual. Right? I'm sure physically it's also very hot because it seems very crammed in. Um, but and it is California. Um, but yeah, I I think um, it's it's one of those things that if you venture out and you do find it, I mean it's it's phenomenal stuff. It's really cutting edge stuff as well. Uh, and uh, Tony Garza is also in the chat room who mentioned, so you really need to watch PWG. They've had matches of the year every year. <laughs> and just replies, it is 8 billion degrees in that Legion Hall. So, but- <laughs> And it's not a big place. It really is not a big place. 
What do you it think they're down. packing? Are they packing maybe three hundred in there? Maybe I would I would assume, but yeah, I mean, you I think I would think they would also be one of the top companies that would have that would I would assume to have the best like distribution of their events as far yeah. as the DVDs go because people are always clamoring for PWG stuff, mm-hmm. and because they deliver just some great great content, um, and yeah, I think it's just one of those things that is is going to become the new thing. I think. While I do enjoy some of Ring of Honor stuff now, I think they have kind of lost some of their, some of their, um, what's the word? Um, their not <laughs> shine, not pleasure. <laughs> yeah, but also their appeal in a sense. Mm-hmm. I think people aren't. I don't think people are as clamoring to Ring of Honor as they are to PWG now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they're becoming the new thing. And like I mentioned, like they don't travel. They they run the same venue every month, but they like with stuff like Battle of Los Angeles and with the DDT uh, four tournament that they do, their tag tournament, and then just the, con- the consistent amount of talent that they bring in. It they are I they are I would cons- contend probably the number one right now. And and any anyone any uh, good wrestling fan should definitely be seeking their stuff out. So mm-hmm. um, definitely definitely go support uh, Pro Wrestling Guerrilla because they do some really really cool stuff. Uh, and if you do. I, I think I was at one point trying to go to Reseda for an event at one point, but it just never worked out because uh, California is very far away. Um, but yeah, definitely go support them. And if you get the chance to God. be at those shows, I hear they are one of the most unique things you will ever find uh, uh, anywhere. So. And, and I think uh, maybe also part of it, and I don't know, maybe you know, being an East Coaster, you a Mid Coaster, um, you don't hear about a lot of really hot wrestling coming out of the West coast. Mm-hmm. Can you think of anything yeah. else on the West coast? That's anything of significance. There's some, there are some really good groups in California, maybe not the larger one, like PWG is obviously the largest. Mm-hmm. Um, and but there are some other smaller groups that are really good. Um, but yeah, it would probably just be California that, that, that that's coming from. Um, and I would say around the same area of California. Um, and yeah, I, I think, but it's so, I think it attests to how, you know, the thing we say all the time is that you can find wrestling anywhere and you mm-hmm. sometimes you'll be shocked at how good it is. Um, and I think PWG is really one of those cases. Uh, they've really got something going for that. Uh, Tonio mentions in the chat room, uh, Lucha Favum is another one that I hear a lot of good nice. things about. Yeah. Uh, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Uh, so yeah, um, you know, there's stuff everywhere. I feel and, and, like doesn't Lucha Vavoom kind of tour a little bit though? They do, and and as the name suggests, they they're much more of a Lucha style, and they're very different. Yeah, uh, they're very different to PWG. That's something style. that's a spectacle. Um, oh, here there's a Sacramento Wrestling Federation. I uh, will be uh, if plans pan out, I'll be out in the Sacramento area uh, later this year. Um, San Francisco. Uh, so yeah, it, it's a, it's a light list. Just looking at California. Um, mm-hmm. I see a whole 10 to 15 ish here. Uh, just from uh, a quick wiki I found of course of it. I'm not, not an end all, you know, <laughs> look at things. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. So, um, but it, it, it's very interesting to kind of see, see this. And again, I think it's just, it doesn't get out. I mean, I know there's wrestling out there. Of course there is, but I, it's just one of those, like looking at a list of California, let me look at a list of Pennsylvania just to, as a comparison point. So it, I guess it's not fair because Pennsylvania has such a hotbed with Philly. Um, right, yeah, that's the, the uh, the, uh, pit, the, uh, 
Pennsylvania listing for in, for indie promotions is obscene in comparison mm. to everything else. Um, for instance, uh, d- d- oh, that's defunct and the defunct list. Oh my god. Um, but and, and I'm sure Texas too is very large. The problem is the the amount of quality promotions in that list. Is, oh is yeah, there. number I, and quality. I, this is obviously the different things we're talking about. But you know, obviously, because we mentioned it with uh, Jiggle Jim Johnson last week, the whole idea that anyone can kind of start a wrestling promotion now. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but that's the thing, you know. You but there are some really good ones, and, and there are some really talented ones. So. Cool names down there in Texas, by the way. Uh, <laughs> awesome. And of course, speaking of an Indian in, in Texas, Inspire had a show just this past weekend. We did. We had our big Relentless event this past Sunday. Uh, packed house, really, really cool stuff. Uh, a great, I tweeted about it uh, after the show. Great energy from the crowd. Uh, they were hot for everything. And and, uh, and, that, and with them being excited just makes us, our, our job better and, and allows me to me to be better at my job and, and it just works out so well mm-hmm. um so really really cool stuff a lot of cool happenings from that event a lot of interesting happenings uh we have a new inspire pro champion actually after the event we had uh two new uh inspire pro champions as a friend of the mayhem show from last week uh, inadvertently uh centerfold matthew palmer defeated Mike Dell. Uh, Mike Dell chose Palmer to be uh, his opponent as the replacement for Ray Rowe. And Palmer was victorious and won the uh, Inspire Pro Championship. Uh, however, he did not hold the championship for very long, about maybe two or three minutes, as Andy Dalton, another friend of the Indy Mayhem show, who won the number one contendership earlier in the night, came out, uh, basically challenged Palmer to a match, and, and, with, and with some help, obviously, from his good friend JT LaMotta, uh, is now the new Inspire Pro champion. Mm. So Andy, Andy Dalton victorious and is reigning as our new champion. That should be definitely very interesting. Uh, but there's a lot of really cool stuff on that show. There's a lot of really uh, talented talented workers on there and, and, and a lot of really cool matchups. Uh, Barbie Hayden uh, successfully defended her NWA Women's title against Athena uh, in a phenomenal match. Really, really good stuff. Probably one of our best women's matches so far. Um, if, if not, if not one of our best wrestling matches so far, um, and and with some controversy in it as well, so you'll have to check that out. Uh, we had a street fight which went all over the lobby of the building, even went to the women's restroom at one point. Um, so definitely, we'll have to check that out on the out on the DVD. <laughs> I bet that was hard to film. Oh, uh, hard to hard to film, not so much. Hard to commentate was the problem, mm, um, but. Yeah, definitely. They're really not. Is. They're not tethered there, right? Like, like he's got a. Free, he like posts that. Oh no, uh, Lex. Lex gets in on the action. In, in you know, he can. Well, I mean, I mean, they, he doesn't have a cord like we do live editing, so everybody's on a cord. Right. So yeah, that limits where they so. can go, but the announcers get to see what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's one of those you can do that, or you can follow them, and the announcers are like, "I have no idea." I hope you can see it on the DVD. Um, luckily, it, it's, luckily it's, Brandon Stroud provided updates uh, throughout the throughout the brawl throughout the, uh, it, the lobby. It's a juggle, you know. You like, do I want it <laughs> live edited and have that and everything's together and DVD gets out this week, or you're going to post edit it, which means you can get everything, but the announcers might lose. It, it's a juggle, you know what I mean? It's kind of what way do you decide you want to go with it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Definitely. Um, but no, that, that's cool to see Inspire do an awesome NWA Inspire, by the way. InspireProWrestling.com. Yes. Indeed. Um, and we also announced some really, really ridiculously cool stuff for our next event. 
which October fifth, which is October fifth, which is only a little bit over a month. Um, it's, I mean, it's going to come in no time, really. Um, we will be working with Chikara Pro Wrestling on that event. Nice. Uh, it is our big Battle Wars event, which uh, we'll see the stars of Inspire Pro and Chikara Pro come together. Uh, a couple names we already confirmed: uh, the Grand Champion of Inspire or of Chikara Pro, excuse me, Icarus will be there. Uh, Dasher Hatfield will be there. Uh, and we even announced one of the matchups for that evening, which is the Colony, Fire Ant, and Silver Ant uh, taking on the team of Jojo Bravo and ACH, which should be absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Um, that That is one to check out. And uh, outside of the Chikara stuff on the show, we even got to announce another one of the main events for October 5th, uh, which is two of probably the most insane, most combustible people in professional wrestling, I would contend in all of professional wrestling, facing off. Uh, our own Showtime Scott Summers uh, is taking on the Inspire Pro debut of Teddy Hart, which should be insane and crazy. And I am terrified uh, and also excited because I, I hope I get to meet uh, his Persian cat, Mr. Money, who does backflips, which is amazing. <laughs> I, if you never, if you never uh, got to see Teddy Hart uh, uh, at, uh, outside of wrestling endeavors, which includes training Persian cats, um, please do. It's it is definitely interesting, and he is a character that will shortly um, make you want to see what's going to go down on October fifth. So, mm. like I, like Sorg mentioned, SpireProWrestling.com. Uh, go to Smartmark Video and SMBOD to pick up our shows. I believe Clash at the Bash, which was our big June event, will be coming out very soon on Smartmark Video. So definitely go check that out. And yeah, there's tons of cool stuff uh, happening for us. Uh, down here in the great state of texas so awesome awesome a lot of great stuff coming happening up here this weekend if you're in the pittsburgh area down in connellsville pa uh vow will be uh doing another show uh of course we got digital downloads for them over at sorgatronmedia.com slash store uh september sin you love these names here Eamon. i know and i love uh, it so much we talked a little bit about last time he was in with uh with doc here earlier but sabu's coming back taking on friend of the show g raver hey look i mentioned generation dead again on this podcast also <laughs> uh balls mahoney takes on patrick hayes and our local guy ecw invades vow Check out more viciousoutcastwrestling.com. And, uh, and there's another one listed in here, Eamon. Uh, what, what's the info on this? We do. Uh, there's a big, we mentioned a three day weekend of events that was going on for PWG. Uh, there's also a three day weekend going on if you're in the Cleveland area this weekend for uh, Absolute Intense Wrestling AIW. They are presenting the was originally scheduled to be uh, their Grotto Does America uh, weekend. Uh, however, sadly, Grotto. Uh, had to be pulled from the event uh, because who, I believe he's... Who, who, by the way, I believe is featured on the last couple episodes of Cole, Cole Cabana's uh, Art of Wrestling in a live recording from from uh, across the sea. Yes, I believe so. I believe uh, the reason he was pulled was because he's doing some stuff with TNA, actually. Oh, cool. Uh, so so uh, that's... Uh, but uh, there's a lot of really cool stuff on that show. Uh, uh, TNA actually was apparently super cool and uh, in replacement for Grotto offered them uh, Abyss, who will be appearing on, uh, I believe, night three of the event, uh, taking hmm. on Ricky Shane Page. But there's a lot of really cool stuff on this show. Uh, a lot of really great, talented people. Johnny Gargano, obviously. Cleveland Nave, Cole Cabana will be there. Uh, Candice LeRae is competing on uh, all that weekend. And uh, Tracy Smothers is on this list. Uh, uh, Cliff Compton. Uh, tons of really, really interesting people. Um, uh, the AIW champion Michael Elgin is competing. 
so there's lots of cool stuff this weekend uh, for AIW. So that's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the 5th, 6th, and 7th in uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, for more information, you can go to AIWrestling.com nice. uh, to go check them out. So Cool. All right, that's all we got. Hey, uh, thanks a lot to Michael Doc Doherty for joining us. Check out uh, everything he's doing over at rwalive.com. Uh, thank you to our emailer. Uh, and uh, and check out everything at wrestlingmayhemshow.com. We got plenty of stuff. And you can check out everything on the Wrestling Mayhem Show super feed on iTunes and Stitcher. Or look up Indie Mayhem Show on iTunes, Google, uh, uh, YouTube, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio as well. Video and audio formats. And drop a slide to good times at Wrestling Mayhem show.com or drop us a line at 412-206-WMS0 at, on the hotline. Uh, you can check us out live every Tuesday at live.sorgatronmedia.com around 11 p.m. Eastern time. Like our good friends letting us know about PWG. I'm sure it's a lot e- uh, earlier for them because this is 11 p.m. Eastern time, 10 p.m. Central. I forgot about you in the first part there, Eamon. I'm sorry about that. Uh, and of course at mayhem show on the twitters look for wrestling mayhem show on the google plus on the facebook and the great facebook group to further conversation about pro wrestling and indie wrestling till next week for Eamon at Eamon 2 please i'm at sorgatron and uh go support some indie wrestling this week never said i was a gangster or thug but i'm an animal for the taste of the four sick 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 you know how i act now if you got a problem come and see if i'm a